0: Got a, got a lot more to, to clean up, to learn. It's a long season, man. It great, but we got a lot more basketball to go. You know, we got to move on to the next next game. We can't carry this record like you know it's it's some type of badge of honor. We got to understand the next game is going to be even harder. You're listening to QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BeckQL.
1: Welcome back. It is Beck UL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here on a Thursday. Lightning bets one hour. For now, we'll talk to our guy Joe Sheehan on baseball coming up in about 40 minutes. And we will dive back into NFL Week 8. Our, um, well, some interesting lines and, and some short underdogs we started touching on. We'll get back to that coming up. But we do have a good night in basketball. The voice, uh talking about his start there with the Bulls. And the Bulls trying to bounce back. And uh, some good games, including... And I, Joe, I saw you tweet about this today. The Knicks and the Nets tonight. I feel like the Knicks the and the Bulls. Nets both put, excuse me, Bulls and the Nets. I feel like I'm back in the 90s. Are both these teams the playoff Knicks. teams? These are, <laughs> the Knicks and the Bulls tonight. I got it. I got it. Knicks and Bulls tonight. I feel we like. Knew I'm back. What
2: you meant? Yeah. I
1: feel like I'm back in the 90s. That's what I'm saying. Right? They're both good. They're both good teams. They're both probably playoff yeah. teams this year in the Eastern Conference. I. It feels like it's been a long time since that is the truth. Maybe it crossed over once with the mellow teams at the Knicks when they had a little blip there about 10 years ago. But this is rare that both these teams look like they are, you know, at least playoff teams in the Eastern Conference. I, I just think the NBA is better when these two markets are good.
0: I, that's where I was going to go to, and I don't know if it's our bias being in uh, two of the larger markets, Probably. larger basketball markets out there, because this is a sport that can survive. You can't have superstars. You can't have super teams in smaller markets. We've learned that with Golden State, and you know Miami's not the biggest market out there, even though me- media-wise it's kind of up there, not the mm-hmm. craziest fan base. But I, uh, I I agree with that. I agree with that, that the NBA is a better place, and it goes back to when we grew up. I mean, these teams hate, hated each other, and that's carried over for decades and decades. Uh, whether it was the Bulls and Pistons was a little bit different. That was more bad boys driven. But yeah, New, New York and Chicago, I, I've, I'm i struggling to find a day uh, for a regular season game that I recall this much hype over. It's people are going nuts for this. It's a 4-0 start filled with crap teams. And it's a 4-0 record against the spread. They could easily be 2-2. Two and two. They could easily be 2-2 two and two against the spread. A couple of those covers are very lucky. But the fan base is hyped. Hyped about what's happening here. It has been many, many years since there's been this much excitement. And part of the other reason is you just happen to have Derrick Rose back in the building and the team's 4-0. You just happen to have Tibbs back in the building, which is pretty cool. And tonight, if you're looking for narrative... Joakim Noah Knight. Fans Ooh. Bulls fans love this dude. Always respect his hard work. Not the most talented player in the world. He was laughed at when he was drafted out of Florida with his clown suit and and he changed that perception immediately. Nobody worked harder. I bust his ass every second on the court. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of energy in the building. Bulls one and a half point favorites. Uh total of 215 and a hook. Zach Levine's got a thumb thumb injury that he's playing through. So I'm curious how, how that's going to look. Um, we've seen some spurts when he, he hasn't scored many points, but then he'll score like 10 points in two minutes. I mean, that's that's Levine's game. So it, is the volume going to be there as much as he's uh, working through this hand injury?
1: It's funny you brought that up on the game tonight. But I, um, I think it was was 2011 it they were the number one seed, the Bulls, and the Heat beat him in the Eastern Conference Final. Was that the year?
0: Yeah, and the Bulls won Game One, I believe. Yes. Yeah.
1: So I went to a wedding in the Midwest. I went. It was in uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana, and there was a lot of people from Chicago at this wedding. And it was Mm -hmm. like in the playoffs. It was right around time the series about to start. And I was telling people about the series and like whatever, and LeBron and the Heat. All these Chicago fans want to talk about was Noah. Noah. They loved. Really? Yeah. Noah was like. Anthony Rose. Noah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) They loved Noah.
1: yeah. It's funny that uh, that you brought that up. Uh, so here's my thought on this game tonight. We could bounce around to some of the big games, but this is obviously the one of the marquee games tonight. I like the under tonight. Two fifteen feels high to me. Yep. Defense on both sides. Now the Knicks have been shooting really well from three, like in exceptionally well from three so far this season. I, I think that that probably comes down a little bit. And the Bulls are not shooting many threes, which is not surprising. Look at the composition of the Bulls roster. DeRozan is not a three point shooter. Lonzo is not. I mean, Lonzo is not looking for a shot anyway. They're not really a team that is composed of three-point shooters. So high total, good defensive teams that are trying to play defense. I don't think the Knicks' three-point shooting continues at this rate. This feels like a big number, 215. I would go under tonight.
0: Prop bets. Uh, they, They have not been posted yet. But, but you're right about yeah. the three point shooting for the Knicks. So last year they were shooting 30 a game. And this year <laughs> so far it's 16 more per game. I know. And Fournier has been terrific.
2: 18 threes he- made per game, number one in the NBA.
0: Yeah. I, well, they. Um, They set a record the other day through the first – or they tied the all-time record for threes made in the first four games of the season. I believe the Bucs set that record last year. I mean, we see where the NBA is going. So um, obviously that was a focus of the offseason to make sure that they're shooting more from the outside. I mean, that makes perfect sense. And and you're right with the Bulls uh, not shooting as many threes. I mean, they've got some guys that, you you know, it's the – the fifteen foot jumpers you're not supposed to take anymore, but you got guys like DeRozan, guys like that that do, and Levine constantly driving in the paint. Uh, it makes sense that the Bulls don't make a lot of threes, just uh, based on roster construction.
1: Aaron NBA tonight. What are you thinking?
2: I, I love I love this Knicks team. I'm high on them. I think they're a lot better than they were last year with Fournier and Kemba Walker. Um, we talked about the threes. Um, I do like this spot for the Knicks. Knicks, because of Zach Levine and that injured thumb, he said there is definitely pain. I -hmm. think that will be a factor. Um, And then, you know, we've Joe pointed it out. The Bulls have had an easier schedule than the Knicks. Um, You know, they played the Pistons twice, the Pelicans. Um, The Knicks have been playing very well. And they've also been battle tested and blew out the Sixers, beat that the Celtics in that tough game. I like the Knicks in this spot.
0: I am with Joe on the under, the under um, are getting some support because the number has come down. It opened two and a half or down to one and a half curious where that goes, because I mean, you have two of the uh, historically most popular teams in the NBA. I mean, when the bulls are good, people are all in when the Knicks are good, people are all in. So uh, it's going to be a a really fun game. Really fun. I'm wondering, is this going to, what's, what's going to be on the big screen tonight? I don't know. Ooh, this one might get it for me. We'll see how things start in football.
1: Yeah, this is probably the. There's not many NBA matchups this early in the season that could get the big screen away from Packers Cardinals. For for you, I could see Knicks Nets. But uh, for Nick's me, yeah, that, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a great game. The other game tonight that's a big one. Late Memphis at uh, Golden State. I really like the Memphis team. I I don't know what happened the second half last night. It was a close game. It got away from them in the second half, so they got blown out. I think it's a tough spot tonight for Memphis. Though the number keeps climbing. So I saw it earlier today at five and a half. It's now up to six. The Warriors are favored, but yeah. this is a rested warrior team against Memphis. They're on a four game road trip uh, along the West coast. And they just played last night, like back to back. The only silver lining there is they're really young team. We're not talking about guys with old legs, right? It's John Moran. It's Desmond Bain. It's Jaron Jackson. Like they're young. So I don't know if the back to back is going to kill them this early in the season, but that's a tough spot. Warriors at home rested a back-to-back road two you know, four straight road games back-to-back tonight. It's a tough spot for the Memphis Grizzlies tonight, I think.
0: Revenge game. Playing tournament. Remember last year, Ooh, Ja? It
1: is. The big yes. game.
0: <laughs>
1: I didn't think about the revenge spot. I like What that. do you think?
2: I just think, you know, the Grizzlies offense has been firing, ranked third in scoring, averaging 116.5 points a game. But can the Grizzlies defend this red-hot Warriors team. It's going to be a close one.
0: Uh, it looks like nobody's betting on Memphis right now, which uh, they're buying into what you're saying about the back-to-back, fading that a little bit. Uh, that's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. I, I might look, I might wait to see how high this gets and uh, jump on the Memphis side here.
1: Co-favorite for the MVP now, by the way, as I look at the players' futures market, Steph Curry. He is now tied with Giannis.
0: What is John at?
1: Jot ja, well, jot ja, well, yeah, our guy Sam Penny it, wrote about it. I saw his article last night. He he thinks t- jumping on Ja is is a good play now. So it's now thirty to one. It's, it was fifty five to one before the season. We talked about it. It's now down to thirty to one for Ja Morant. These numbers. What'd you get
2: it at, Joji?
1: Fifty five. And 55. and I also got it at 40, 45 because I I bet it
0: twice and didn't realize <laughs> I bet it.
2: Can I have one of those? Just sure. send it by.
0: I'll Venmo you. Good. Yeah. <laughs> hold 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 that one, man. That's that's a good ticket right now. These these numbers, it's amazing how fast they're moving with the awards markets. And yep. I am sure I don't know if it's the same with the sack categories. It's like you have to keep checking every day, or you're gonna miss one. Like I mentioned earlier in the show, I got the the most improved player. Miles Bridges goes from a hundred down to eight in less than a week. What? What is happening? So-
1: so it's now down to eight fifty plus eight fifty uh, on FanDuel. Miles Bridges, okay. John Morant's the favorite there at five to one. That's not fair. He's too good. Like John Morant was drafted number two overall. That's
0: that's what I was going back and forth with someone about. Just uh, about this market. Like hasn't hasn't John Morant already reached a status where he can't be most improved player no matter what he does? Yeah.
2: He was
1: drafted number two overall. Like the the ceiling was always. You know, superstar kind of player. Like my Bridges was what uh, uh, the tenth or eleventh pick in the draft. That's a big yeah, difference.
0: And, and who was taught? Who? How many average NBA fans knew anything about him before the season started? Nobody.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on that. I, I hope your uh, hope
0: your ticket hits. All right, we'll come back with some NFL
1: dogs, which with short spreads we like coming up in week number eight. Joe, Joe, G. Aaron Hawksworth, Becky Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. NFL Week 8 is upon us, and FanDuel Sportsbook wants you to get the most out of every play. That's why they're giving everyone a $10 risk-free bet every week. Thursday night is a great opportunity to give it a try. All I have to do is bet a same-game parlay bet with three legs or more. And if your bet doesn't win, FanDuel will pay you back up to $10. I love this matchup here. How about we go the over in this game? I'm going to go the over on both quarterbacks, touching touchdown props, in this game, and we might even throw in a rushing prop for the Arizona quarterback. There's no feeling like now on the same game parlor bet. So lock in your bet today on FanDuel Sportsbook and get up to ten bucks back if your bet doesn't win. New to FanDuel Sportsbook? Sign up today with promo code BETQL to receive twenty-five to one enhanced odds on any touchdown during the Sunday night matchup between Dallas and Minnesota. Win one hundred and twenty-five dollars on a five dollar bet. That's promo code
0: BETQL. So they know I sent you.